0: (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome to the Randown Podcast. I am Robin Thede, your host, and today we have a very special guest in the building. Now this is a young man who if you've seen any comedy, any music, Any underground sorts of just culture going on in New York City. You're probably familiar with him. Uh, His name is Mr. Don Will. Give it up. (laughs) Hilarious young man. Thank you. A man of many talents. A renaissance man, really. Truly.
1: That's an apt description.
0: Tell the people what you do.
1: What don't I do? Exactly. Uh, Hello. Rapper, producer, Mm. DJ. Yep. Comedian. Yep. Writer. Tell them. I cook.
0: Whoa. Because I have to eat. <laughs> okay.
1: But I don't cook professionally.
0: Oh, well. <laughs> then it's no fun. Uh, that's amazing. Where are you from originally?
1: Cincinnati, Ohio. Yay!
0: Hey, give it up for Cincinnati. Well. Said no one. All right, so.
1: <laughs> I don't live there anymore. No? I love Cincinnati. but. Do you? you, know, you? Yeah. See, I'm
0: from Iowa, and I got out as fast as I could. I love the people, but why would I live there?
1: How long, how long did you stay there before you left?
0: 17 years. Yeah. You know, raised there, got out as soon as I could. Went you got to out Chicago
1: quicker than me. I got out of Cincinnati, nineteen years in.
0: Ooh, you yeah. did a bid. Did a bid. That's how I feel like black people <laughs> raised in the Midwest are like, I, I did my bid, man. I, <laughs> I did my time, and now I'm in a city with other minorities. It feels fantastic. Right. <laughs> and you can't wait too. Like when did when you moved to New York City? Did you go to the blackest part of the city?
1: I went to uh, Greensboro first for A and T. I went to North Carolina right. A okay. College. Right. So okay. That's black. It was very black. Yeah. It was cultural shock. Black. Right. Like I had never seen that many black people just sprawled out. What was out. that
0: like for you?
1: It was like going to Disneyland for the first time, right? To be completely like right, but other, with better music. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is like you know you see cultural differences. So like DC cats wore a New Balance and sweats. I was like, what the fuck is happening with? Oh
0: yeah. yeah. It
1: was it was kind of cool though to right? see different black people. In what were
0: outfit. you wearing from Cincinnati when you got to North Carolina? Well, I was. I was into
1: like fashion and like I would emulate video. So okay. like, I was one day I would look like Nas. The next day I would look like Snoop. It just <laughs>
0: depended on. <laughs> Your fashion was having an East Coast, West Coast battle. <laughs> Who won? The East. Okay. All right. All right. So you gave up on the Chucks and the Dickies. <laughs> I, still <got>
1: a, <laughs> I still got a few pair in my closet. You know what I'm mean? saying?
0: You got to keep them in the rotation just in case. You never know when keep some stuff might pop possi- up. Yeah, pop off. Uh, uh that's fantastic. Well, we are so excited to have you here today. I think let's just jump into it. Did you see the rundown last night on BET? I did. And great, moving on. Uh,
1: <laughs> I did and I enjoyed it.
0: Did you what was your favorite part?
1: My favorite part was the um game of homes. Mm. Because um it's like that's always been on my mind since like um the what was the what was the hurricane in Louisiana?
0: I'm a Katrina? Katrina. Yeah. yeah. Katrina. Pretty the, big one. A huge. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's crazy. Right. Because after Hurricane Katrina, all the black people had to leave. Everybody had to leave. But then only a fraction of those black people were able to come back because white people went in and bought up all the houses in the bywater area and all these neighborhoods that were historically black for, you know, since post-slavery. Right. And then that same thing is starting. We're watching that trend starting to happen in Miami as Miami quickly becomes waterlogged. Ah, uh, the lower elevations, Miami Beach, South Beach, and all that. Everybody wants to move to these higher elevations where all the black and brown people live, and it's crazy because talking to Valencia Gunder and other folks in Little Haiti, they know it's coming, and they see the tide—no pun intended—and they're really helpless to do anything about it because they don't have the kind of money that these right. developers do. What do you think about that? Like, is it frustrating to you, or are you kind of optimistic that there's people who can kind of fight it?
1: It's more frustrating than anything. Yeah. Like, even within my own neighborhood, like, they, I live in the middle of Bed-Stuy, and a CrossFit just opened up. And I'm just like, oh, they're here. There it is. They're here. <laughs>
0: They've been in Bed-Stuy. You know, it's yeah. crazy, because you think about Bed-Stuy. And, like, whenever, whenever I meet a white person, and I'm like, oh, where do you live? And they're like, Brooklyn. And I'm like, oh, okay, where? And they're like, Bed-Stuy. And I'm like, that, uh, how? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think of Biggie. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think of, like, was from Bed-Stuy, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Where's Nas from? Oh, he's from Queens.
1: Queens. O.D.B. was from Bed Stuy too. See,
0: realness. Jay Z. So, right. It's it's crazy to me that um, these neighborhoods that are so entrenched in Black history are you know gentrified by folks who. Who really kind of erase it when they come in? And right. just because you put up a plaque that was like, "Yeah, here was, you know, here's where black people used to live," it doesn't it doesn't honor the people who are living there.
1: Yeah, not at all. It actually does them a disservice in a way because yeah, the, uh, it a lot kicks of, them out of their homes. And a lot of the businesses that open up don't necessarily open up for the community that exists. That's right. They open up for the community that's coming. So that's right. They're just. A, a couple of my friends on Facebook, we like to share businesses that don't like black people in them. Like so the black,
0: Don't <laughs> frequent. Don't go to this. Yeah. Don't go to this place. To this place. Yeah. yeah, that should be a website. It should be. Don't go there, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Com. Trademark Pat pending.
1: Buy that, buy that domain.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Buy that by the end of the podcast before this airs. <laughs> don't go there, y'all. That's a really useful website. You know, it's crazy to me that our money. It's like people will forego getting money from us. To hold on to their racism? That's so weird to me. But, you know, they
1: don't have a problem borrowing our, our, our stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: Right. They'll, they they'll repack. Jay-Z pumping in the store, but don't want to serve you. It's, just, it's just like my money spends like everybody else's money. I feel like when it comes to business, like, your racism should just be put on the back burner if you want to have a successful business. Because <laughs> guess what? Black people spend money. We don't save shit. We spend all our yeah, money. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> we are a consumer culture. Uh, no, we do save. But that's a good point because... Black Friday is next Friday, and there is two movements in the black community. One is Boycott Friday, so we don't spend our dollars on Black Friday. The other is Shop Black Friday, you know, so you go to black-owned stores and businesses. Do you support either of those?
1: Um, I wasn't aware of them.
0: Right? That's the problem.
1: But now I do. There you go. I honestly don't really shop on Black Friday to begin with. Like I, I do Why w- you don't
0: like to get up at two in the morning and look for blenders?
1: Yeah, not really. That's weird. <laughs> it's My,
0: weird. I pegged you for that guy. <laughs> not good at reading people.
1: My sister tries to drag me to Target every Thanksgiving on like Black and Friday. What is she looking for? Just whatever the the, the what are they deal busters? Yeah, door whatever busters, the busters whatever are. whatever they're selling, she's buying it.
0: Which are always bait and switch because they only have two of those big screen TVs for fifty eight dollars.
1: And if you're willing to stampede for two TVs, yo, people get
0: killed every Black Friday.
1: I've got a good business idea, though. Okay. If you sell, like, a Thanksgiving dinner outside of Target on, like, Black Friday. Because, you know, people, like, they go shopping. Right. They just veto dinner. Just go shopping. Right. You sell them the dinner.
0: Oh, if they're shopping on actual Thanksgiving Day? Yeah. Right, because some of the stores are open on Thanksgiving. Yep. That's so messed up for people who have to work. Did you ever have a messed up job where you had to work on a holiday?
1: No, No. not that I can remember. I mean, I've had a couple of of crappy jobs, but not one that I remember working on a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: worked at a jewelry store that made me work on Christmas Eve. Because that's a big time for jewelry stores. Yeah. And I was like, this is BS. Why are we open until midnight on Christmas Eve? But it's because all these dudes come rushing in <laughs> at 1130 on Christmas Eve. And they're guilty. like, I got to get something. <laughs>
1: I'm,
0: I'm, a gu- I'm guilty of that. Yeah, that's their, big, that's their big season. But I never worked anywhere that was open on Christmas or New Year's. I always think about people in the medical profession. Yeah, you Because know, they got to work. Nurses, doctors, all those sorts of people.
1: 24 hours, they're on all the time.
0: Like, do you have to break your leg on Christmas? <laughs> yes! I got a new bike and I wanted to try it.
1: That's on how, the ice.
0: That's how I broke my collarbone on Christmas.
1: On I a got, bike?
0: Oh No, on a sled. And I sled into, I was 13, so I had three sisters. Uh, we got a sled, and we lived in a trailer park. We didn't have no money. So my parents got us a plastic sled, like the kind you buy in the grocery checkout line. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Just like a <laughs> round disc of plastic.
1: The unsafe one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, clearly. No handle. Did it have a string? No, to nothing. Like, oh, God. You just hold on to the It was the like side. a
1: garbage can lid, basically.
0: Correct. <laughs> That's exactly right. So we get on this flying UFO of death, and there's one hill in the trailer park, and at the bottom of that hill there's one telephone pole <laughs>
1: <laughs> you aim directly
0: <laughs> so i didn't aim for it but i grabbed the sled my sisters and i were fighting at the top of the hill and i was like i want to do it first i want to do it first and we were fighting over the sled i got it and was like and i'm going down backwards <laughs> <And> so <laughs> so i like, get on it go down backwards and I do not think I'm heading for the pole, because why would I? I didn't aim for it. But God said, You, oh, you are gonna steal the sled? You're gonna go right into the pole. So right before I hit it, my sister goes, Look out! And I turned my head and my shoulder hit it instead of the top of my head.
1: Well, at least you didn't get a concussion. Cor-
0: oh no, I probably would have been dead. I I snapped my collarbone in half. Oh, wow. Like out of my shoulder. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I probably would have been dead. My sister saved my life, even though I was being a brat.
1: Yeah, I've never broke a bone. Never. Never bone. Oh, broke I broke a bone. tons. I mean, well, I, I, think I, I think I broke my thumb once. But yeah,
0: in a th- in a thumb wrestle I,
1: that
0: went wrong. And, and thumb more, thumb more that went one wrong. One of my
1: only adult fights.
0: You said that as if you fought every day as a child.
1: No, I mean, well, one of my oh. only fights. I don't. I, I've never really gotten into a bunch of fights. I'm okay, fight. okay. So how
0: did this fight happen?
1: Um, a friend of mine, drunk outside of a <laughs> outside of a party. <laughs> That's how
0: they all start.
1: <laughs> we were in a parking garage, and like it was like a, a squad of people met up to fight.
0: I'm sorry. Like, was this beat it? <laughs> were you in the music video?
1: <laughs> it was the live action. It was no, the No, it was life bad. Version.
0: I'm sorry, it was bad. Yeah,
1: it was the real life yeah, version of bad. You
0: were in bad. I was just You know, Michael Jackson had so many dance fights. He did. You know what it was? I don't think it was beat it or bad. I think I'm thinking of the scene in the whiz when the garbage cans come to life. Was that the subway? Or is that I'm, a parking garage? I'm so Why confused. does Michael Jackson fight in the weirdest places? All right. I just lost all
1: my black cars. He's everywhere everywhere is never never land. Never land for him.
0: They don't really care about us.
1: They don't. Good one. That was a good
0: one. It's just human nature, guys. You know? Whether you're black or white, it doesn't matter.
1: It makes me want to scream.
0: You know, same. Same. Because it's
1: we could do this all
0: day. <laughs> Oh, uh, speaking of thrillers, uh, Roy Moore is
1: <laughs> what a segue candidate
0: for Alabama Senate. Uh, for or against?
1: <laughs> very against. Yeah, very against. Yeah,
0: that dude's an asshole. Let me tell you something. I don't even need to talk about Roy Moore. When we were doing this show last night, we were putting the show together this week, Wednesday night. We could not figure out which sexual predators to talk about because we didn't have enough time. And then the Al Franken thing broke. The day, uh, like an hour before we were about to uh, tape, so we were like, "Well, can we?" get The facts were still unclear, so we just didn't have time. But I don't yeah. want the people to think that I don't care. I care about Louis C.K. I care about Al Franken. I care about Harvey Weinstein. Like I care about all these assholes. But at the end of the day, it just felt like Roy Moore was somebody we needed to focus on because there's a lot of black voters in Alabama right. who need to know, you know, what this guy is doing.
1: And it's it's one of those things where I don't understand how. Even if you're like, I'm only voting Republican. I don't understand how you could vote for that. You know what I'm saying? I just don't understand how that's even defensible in any way, shape or form.
0: I don't either. And I feel like there's just such a wave now of people every day. New people are getting accused of uh, things that they've done. And I think that, I don't know. Do you think that this wave will change kind of workplace behavior and politics behavior? Or do you think it'll go back to the status quo?
1: I hope it'll change workplace behavior. I, I think I think the thing, um, I think that having the language to describe sexual harassment and describe like what's going on is yeah. a, is a big part in like helping change the tide of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or just like the awareness is one thing, but like when you're inundated by the stories, you have to sort you have to sort of like read a couple of them and you start to get the language and start to figure out what the behaviors are. And as, right. a, as a man, you know, like in talking to other men. It's you know like some of them don't know. Yeah, they're some like, of oh, us. I didn't know
0: I couldn't do that. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. exactly, and it's just like, no, you can't do that, and and then even just down explaining, if you can't if you can't pin like a a prop the proper term to what that with the with the behavior is, yeah. it's hard to tell people what they're doing wrong.
0: Right, and I think that at the end of the day, the main rule that I tell guys when they're like, well, what I can't even compliment a woman on her dress or whatever, and I'm like, here's the thing, ask the woman, say, you know, right. I, Is it okay if I give you a compliment? If you're not comfortable with it, then, you know, whatever. That may feel weird, but until we figure out what the new rules are, then, you know, that's the kind of way you have to go. We have to be a little more careful about it. I think, you know, it's funny. I can imagine that these same conversations happened when black people, like, got the right to vote. You know what I mean? (laughs) And people are like, well, now that there's no colored water fountains, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to interact with black people at the water fountain? We're just, am I supposed to get out the way when they want to drink? Like, how's this going to work? You know, and I feel like this is a sexual revolution in this way and a real women's rights revolution in this way. And men's rights. Men are getting abused and assaulted, too. And I'm so yeah. happy that people like Terry Crews and all these actors and stuff are leading the way and coming out and saying, no, that same crap happened to me. It's not okay.
1: Yeah, there, there's so much shame and so much, like, secrecy around sex in general.
0: I think the general rule, too, is also... I think a lot of men... Present company excluded, of course. I think a, I think a lot of men... Uh, just talk about sex and then until somebody says, hey, that's not OK, like explicit sex. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've been in workplaces where men make really explicit. We'll have long conversations where literally ask people and be like, hey, uh, well, when was the first time you had sex or just something? that's super inappropriate to ask at work. And they'll just ask until somebody says, hey, I don't want to have this conversation. And then they go, oh, well, all you had to do was tell me.
1: And that sort of thing is rampant in music, too. It's, it's, it's music.
0: Yeah. Is
1: like from the lyrics to just like. I the, think music
0: is the worst. Hollywood is bad. It's really bad. But yeah. I think you're right. Music is really bad. It's
1: crazy. I mean, like R. Kelly in general, you know what I'm saying? But like. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> no fly zone. Hello. But I, it's to the point where at DJ gigs, I, I, DJ gigs, I won't play R. Kelly at it. Like, like I, I won't even. You. I'll get offended if people request it. Yeah. Like, I had one Same. gig, a friend of mine was. I was DJing with a friend of mine. He was like, you know what to set this party off? That ignition. I was like, I'm not playing that. You yeah. can play it if you want to. I'm, I'm not.
0: Right. Because we can't continue yeah. to support people who do this stuff,
1: right? But like, even in terms of just like the the studio setting or just the green room, it's, it's a, there are a lot of situations where it's just largely male. Yes. And when when conversations come up about women or about sex, it's it's typically not like if a woman was around, it, she would be like, what, "What the fuck? What's going on in here? What are y'all talking about?" Right. You know what
0: I'm saying? Right. And why does the woman have to be the one to say it? So that's why right. I think it's dope that other men are stepping up, saying, "Hey, guys, like we got to be better." Yeah. You know, and it, it happens every era. Like I said, it happened after the civil rights. You know what it happened when marriage equality happened, when 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 trans people started coming out and talking about their experiences. Like we have to learn, like you said, the new set of rules and the new set of phrases. Right. And that's just part of it. I think it's kind of fun. And a- also interesting.
1: for me, it's like just listen to women. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause, uh, because Hello. In a lot of ways, like a lot of my favorite.
0: Because <laughs> these women have been saying these things. Right. Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. Like women have been saying it for years and we're just now listening. You're right, That's and a lot of the, of the
1: stuff that I that I do know is is it comes from just reading what women say, listening to women, and just kind of like not parroting, but you know what I'm saying, like just just you reiterating that information to the best of my ability. Literally repeating what yeah, yeah a woman
0: said because
1: it's like a signal boost.
0: All right, Don. Will, I'm going to talk to you about cousin Don, as I like to call you. Hey. Um, some of the stuff that got cut last night. So Jeff Sessions' ass, Jeff Beauregard Sessions, was um.
1: Beauregard.
0: It's. I mean, it's. It's like his name never got out of slavery. His, it's his very name's uh, like
1: a. It's like antebellum furniture.
0: Antebellum furniture. That's what he <laughs> is. Chiffreau,
1: Beauregard.
0: Yeah, robe. <laughs> yes. Um, so he uh, testified about Russia. Well, he didn't testify. He was in a hearing uh, about Russia uh, this week and just continued to be useless and lie. Um, what's wrong with Jeff Sessions?
1: Jeff Sessions is he's, he's a special kind of racist. Yeah. Like he's like old school. Yeah. Like where, where it was, it was okay and acceptable. And like, he doesn't understand why he can't call us like, like, uh, Negroes or some, yes, I not Yes, correct. He doesn't understand what to call black people in general. He just knows that white is right and white is right.
0: Yeah. Even the governor who said George Wallace, right. Who said segregation now, segregation forever. Came out before he passed away and said, I was wrong. I shouldn't okay. have been so racist. Okay. You think Jeff Sessions will do that on his deathbed?
1: Absolutely not. You're right about that. <laughs> I, think, I think Jeff Sessions is, is comfy in his racism.
0: It's like a Snuggie. Yeah. And now that the weather's turning colder, what keeps you warm <laughs> more than your own racism? Extra racism. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also got a story about there was a school where they had a, <laughs> they had a school project about uh, slavery. And the teacher challenged them to give a creative presentation. This will go bad. Yeah. It went bad. So the kids got up and saying, Old MacDonald had a slave, E-I-E-I-O, with a whip-whip <laughs> here and a whip-whip no. there. Here, a whip there, a whip everywhere. A whip. I kid you not. Look it up. This is, we cut the story for time, but I wanted to do it because it is so crazy. And there's a black woman, uh, black student, black girl, who recorded it and talked to the news station and was like, hey, I don't think this was right. And the teacher condoned it. Where was this at? I don't know, some high school, we'll find out. What city was it in? We'll find out. I'm just trying to figure out
1: where in america well i guess does several it places matter? in america yeah there's yeah, so it. <laughs> many
0: just america in general i think it was america high school
1: in any town usa in any yeah. town
0: usa or was it in renton washington i think it was in renton and my yeah, I, I have black friends who grew up there actually
1: i've heard seattle is pretty racist at times
0: <laughs> really yeah i heard portland was racist yes hey you know where else I is, love portland, is racist but yes. boston you know where else is racist <laughs> all the cities cincinnati we just name them we just keep naming right. <laughs> Uh, what city is not racist What city do you think Is the least racist city In America
1: I mean it, What neighborhoods and what cities Are the least racist I can nope,
0: tell you You gotta America. pick one city And say it's the least racist I have my guess
1: That's a tough one um, Shit I don't know.
0: Alright <laughs> I'm gonna give you mine But what I'm cheating it? It's Toronto Toronto it's not, it's not America
1: I was thinking about America okay, I yeah. know I Toronto cheated Because I couldn't
0: think Of an American city
1: I was gonna say New York seems like It's not really You that. know what
0: I would go yeah. with that I would go with New York just because it's so diverse that the racism gets watered down. Racism gets watered down by yeah. classism, yeah. Correct. Yes. <laughs> no one cares your race in New York City. They just care how much money you got.
1: Right. You can be a millionaire sitting next to a homeless person on the train. It does right. not matter. It doesn't matter. You just got to get to where you're going.
0: That's right. Um, do you ever see famous people on the train in New York?
1: No, because I don't really take the train.
0: Oh, you bougie? I bike. Oh, you bike? I'm okay, one of those. so you into fitness?
1: I'm into cheapness. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. I'm also into like being able to time my commute down to like the. Yeah, mid. and a like, bike
0: you can go anywhere. Yeah. Have you ever run into somebody?
1: <laughs> I've. I have actually. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> what was, happened? Are they okay?
1: They were. They were fine. It was. It was uh, at like a a park party, like a block party thing. Yeah, yeah. And I just wasn't paying attention, looking at the sidewalk. <laughs> you and ran. plowed
0: into a whole party.
1: I plowed into the back of some dude's Camry.
0: And he oh. was, a, it was a,
1: a young black guy with his with his daughter oh, in the backseat. Yeah. He got like,
0: what, what the fuck you doing, yeah, man? Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, my bad, bro. Your bumper's not even messed up. It was a bike. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at his bumper and looked at me. He was like, man, you got to be more careful, G. And wear a helmet and got in his car.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's nice. He was concerned about your safety.
1: If his daughter wasn't in the backseat, it might have been my second adult fight.
0: It might have been. Did you did you win your first one, by the way?
1: It was just one when you punch. you messed your thumb up? It was more of a sucker one punch. One punch
0: and you broke your thumb?
1: I didn't know how to throw a punch correctly. <laughs> You're supposed to have your tuck thumb Tuck your thumb, out. son. You're supposed to have it like I had it.
0: Right. Oh, you had it on the inside. Yeah. But you got to tuck it, but like keep it on the outside, right? Because you, otherwise you'll separate the.
1: When was your last adult fight?
0: Yesterday. <laughs> 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 Fighting the patriarchy. <laughs> Fighting a man. One other story we, we cut yesterday was about this bank robber who put on blackface and went in and tried to rob a bank.
1: I don't understand how, being a, how that would even be a good disguise.
0: It wasn't. He literally went and bought up all the Fenty that all the brown girls are trying to buy, <laughs> slathered it on his face, and looked like a ridiculous monster. And then the idiot didn't get any money. He, they were like, yeah, no, he we're got, good. He got refused a home loan, <laughs> right. basically. Basically. It's like, yeah, dude, when you put on blackface, you get treated like a black person. You don't get shit. Uh, he's lucky he didn't get beat by the cops or shop out of cops. He's <laughs> not a well thought out disguise. At all. Alright, let's talk about some of the tweets we got last night. We get a lot of love on social media for this show. Uh, somebody we featured in Act 4 who I adore was Lonnie Love. Uh... Last night, we used her (laughs) hilarious reaction to the story about (laughs) the black people, meeting black people uh, group. Her reaction was perfect. Her reaction was so perfect. And uh, she tweeted at us and said, LOL, at Robin Thede, congrats on the rundown. Um, And then she also uh, posted on Instagram that it was hilarious. So, you know, we love her. Shout out to Lonnie Love. Always keeping it real, on the real.
1: That image is iconic.
0: It's iconic. You know who else is iconic? Maxwell. Give it up for Maxwell. (laughs)
1: That dude,
0: yo, he's so awesome. Like, We were like, hey, do you want to do a sketch with us? And he was like, yep. And uh, (laughs) showed up, and I was like, you're going to have to wear a pink bathrobe. And he was like, okay. (laughs) I'm sure he wasn't happy about it, but he was such a good sport, and he was so kind, and he's very funny. Really? Yeah, we saw him in the sketch. Didn't you think he was funny?
1: I did, but he, he seems so serious all the time.
0: He's... Um, I would say he's definitely, like, really smart and really, like, um, thoughtful. But he's very funny.
1: All I know is that he can sing really well and women love him. I didn't know he was, Those like, are the only two things guy. you
0: need to know. He was fantastic. Just want to give him a shout-out. He also tweeted at us about the reparation sketch. Uh, shout-out to Maxwell. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we also got some tweets from our fans saying things like, uh, at Jasmine Ellis Comedy, said, I went from thinking this was a horrible idea to being like, yes, girl get you all your socially awkward money about the meet a black person idea, which is the same thing I did. I was like, well, what white person came up with this idea to meet a black person? And then, uh, you know, that spit take was like, that was really my real reaction when I was listening to the story when my writers were pitching it. I was like, oh, okay. So some white person created a group where they can find some black person to meet with and talk to them about being black. This is crazy. And then they showed me the piece of tape and I was like, it's a black woman.
1: (laughs) I had the same reaction. I love it.
0: Isn't that messed up? Why do we do that? Why are we such hypocrites?
1: got to support black. You know what I'm saying? You got to support it.
0: And I can see intention is different, right? If a black person does it, it's like, okay, well, then they're trying to be open and inviting people in. But if a white person does it, it feels like voyeurism.
1: Right. Unless you're Chrisette Michelle. Yo. Then.
0: How is she? Is she okay? Sis, are you okay?
1: You know, I... Uh, Part of me feels bad for like her creating this situation for herself and how she's dealing with it. Like she's probably super depressed. But I know. another part of me is like, is this Trump? Like why would you I know. Why? She did
0: make a bad decision. But I think though that she's kind of making amends. It feels like she's going around kind of doing an apology tour and saying, look, I realized it was messed up. Yeah. All right, so I wanna talk a little bit. You have a show with a friend of mine, White Snack, called Shouting at the Screen. I do. I would love for you to share what that show was about with our audience.
1: So, it's basically like Mystery Science Theater 3000. For people who don't know what that is, we um, just watch classic black exploitation films and we do like a running color commentary over it and play drinking games. Color
0: commentary, I get it.
1: Colored commentary. <laughs> oh, colored.
0: <laughs> Co- even better, great. <laughs> Jeff Sessions would appreciate it. He would love it. <laughs> yeah.
1: He would love it. But um, we did one, actually, we did one last night.
0: How did it go? What movie did you watch? Truck <laughs> Turner. Very good. Truck with, Turner.
1: With Isaac Hayes.
0: Isaac Hayes, who did a lot of these movies, right?
1: Yeah, and. Uh, Uhuru, yeah. From it was her. It was like her. Oh, Nichelle her, Nichols. Yeah, yeah. It was one of her first things she did after Star Trek. Very good. So
0: wow, that was her follow up to Star Trek. Work was hard to come by back then. Man. <laughs> Although now I am not dissing black movies because they are some of our finest films. I just wonder why they start with one plot and end up with another.
1: They always do.
0: <laughs> they always do. It,
1: so what ha- what usually happens is they'll run out of money somewhere in production, <laughs> and they'll just have to either like make these huge plot holes or just. End the movie. Yeah, like they literally have to end the they movie. They literally
0: end the movie and start another one. Yeah, <laughs> it's very weird. Uh, but they're fantastic. Like what, in Truck in Truck yeah. Turner, his what side, happens in Truck Turner?
1: So it's about a, a bail a bail bondsman who who's going after uh, this this pimp. Yeah, and which one
0: is Isaac Hayes?
1: Isaac Hayes is the bail bondsman. Okay, he's okay, a he's guy. the hero. Okay, yeah, and his partner gets killed in the movie, but they literally just by the like nobody mentions it. <laughs>
0: He's a substantial
1: character for two thirds of the film. He dies and then nobody, like not even a tear.
0: <laughs>
1: it's so bad.
0: How does he win in the end against the pimp?
1: Uh, it's a very long, drawn out death scene. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's one of those he gets shot and for five minutes he's like crawling and dying and shit. <laughs> they, they flip into a Spike Lee uh, single camera montage oh. and the camera's locked on him. It's wow. It's amazing.
0: All right. so So do you rate these movies at the end?
1: No, Maybe I mean... like, two
0: Afro picks up?
1: <laughs> we probably should, but, I mean... Yeah, you should. All of them are generally one to two Afro picks. So. Yeah.
0: Out of, it, out of, like, five? Yeah, out okay. of, like, five.
1: <laughs> which is a compliment, you know, because yeah, yeah. they're campy now. You they're know what I'm super saying? campy. Yeah. Uh,
0: now, what is, in, in all the exploitation movies you've seen, which one is so bad it's good? Abby. Abby.
1: Abby's, you know, Abby? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Brian knows Abby.
1: It's the black exorcist. Yeah. And it follows the plot line yeah. so closely they got sued by the exorcist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely heard of Abby. I don't think I've ever seen it.
1: But so she's possessed by like an African sex demon?
0: Yep. Makes sense. Yep. And where does it get weird? <laughs> Following
1: the entire How, film is she is, a
0: grown-up though. Please say she's a grown-up. She's, she's a grown-up. Okay. A grown up. It's not she's a child.
1: A yeah No, okay. no,
0: and then what happens who they exercise the demon
1: they do end up exercising a demon the is demons, there a priest? There's a priest. There's um, a concerned mother. There's a husband Uh-huh and black love black love and okay. he sticks he sticks with her through the whole thing. Okay, you know what I'm saying he, he does He stands by her
0: I, you said this was so bad. It's good. It just sounds good to me It's pretty good. It sounds like a good family it's, movie.
1: It's, it's pretty good at being bad.
0: okay we have a blue wall on our set. I don't know if you've noticed it. It's the wall of monitors that I usually do acts like, uh, two and three from. Yeah. Behind it, there are 200 and some images of famous black people who mean something to me. And who mean something to all of us, really. So we like to play a little game. Guess who's on the wall? Uh, so I'm going to ask you some names of famous black people. Now, keep in mind, they can be black people from politics, music, history, literature, science, comedy, anything, right? And you tell me if you think they're on the wall. All right, here we go. Shonda Rhimes. She's definitely on the wall. Got it. Ding, ding, ding. Basquiat. Yes. We had a really funny Basquiat joke last night that made me laugh. This woman made a piece of art for Meek Mill, and she said, he's a jack in the box because they keep putting him back in the box. And we were like, yeah, girl. But don't put all your eggs in one, Basquiat, because yeah, he's was, not getting pardoned. It's a great joke. It was pretty funny. great job. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like upon second viewing, people will appreciate how many jokes are in the rundown.
1: There's so many. Every
0: line is a joke.
1: There's, and they're so good. It,
0: thank you. It's very rare that I speak a line that does not have a joke in it. And that we wanted it to. I want people to be able to watch it a second time and be like, I didn't catch half of those jokes.
1: And some of the jokes are so like you have to be very black to understand. Yes, isn't that the best? That's 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 my favorite part of the show. Yes. Like it, it 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 does it feels like I don't want this to sound like sound bad, but it feels wrong. Like how are they doing this?
0: <laughs> Like, I know. How no, are they true. allowed every, to do this? Yes, every week I go, I can't believe they let us do this.
1: Yeah, it feels like a show where you just don't have to code switch at all. You right. can just Correct. Say you can say what you mean and say it how you mean it. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like like people who pick it up will, but like there's all you can always get the service meaning, but if you're if you're like if you can catch those little ones. Yeah. yeah. And I
0: think I think the way that our jokes work too, we work really hard to make jokes that like even if you don't get the reference, you'll still laugh. Right. So like I did a joke last night about saying that uh uh, Governor Rick Snyder in Michigan about Flint's water problem had been more sneaky about or had lied more than Kenya Moore about her mystery husband. <laughs> <Yeah. And laughs> which even if even if you don't know who Kenya Moore is or the fact that she married a man that may or may not exist, I think it's really funny because it's, anybody having a mystery right. husband is funny. Now,
1: um, like, I, don't watch, I don't watch the show that she's on. But right. I, I know enough about her to know that she would probably have a mystery Correct. husband.
0: Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. All right. Uh, speaking of which, all right, is Kenya Moore on the wall? No. Uh, you're right about that. Erica Badu.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I'm pretty sure she is. Yes, Erica Badu is on the wall in a head wrap.
1: Gotta have some Badu on the wall.
0: Badu is them. Shirley Chisholm. Yes. No, I can't stand her. Just kidding. She's on the wall. <laughs> I was Wouldn't like, what? Wouldn't that be funny if I had a vendetta <laughs> against Shirley Chisholm? Why? Why would I be so mad at her? Anybody else? You want to guess? You have a black hero in, in comedy. Who's your black hero in comedy? Besides Eddie me, Eddie Murphy. Eddie yes, Murphy. he's on the wall. Who's your black hero in music? Kanye West. Kanye's up there. Love some Kanye. Kanye's up there. Kanye's up there. I think um, Kanye's done a lot for rap that people will realize in hindsight and they'll forget about all this Taylor Swift drama. Yeah. Um, You think Kanye's going to come back stronger? I think he will.
1: I I I think he is.
0: When? When do you think Kanye's coming back?
1: I think 2019 is Yeezy season again.
0: Yeah, that's Yeezy season. What about 2020? Remember he said he was going to run for president? That doesn't sound so crazy now. It doesn't. I'd vote for Kanye. I would
1: I would, I would. would <laughs> register in several states to vote for Kanye.
0: <laughs> it's crazy, man. I, I just feel like we got to get Trump out of here. I have a sneaking suspicion he'll be in office for two terms.
1: I think so, too. Because America, right?
0: Yeah. I know. Grown yeah. all you want, but he's there now. Crazier and, things have happened.
1: And even though his rating is super low, people are still, like, the people who cling to him are still clinging hard. And
0: that's the thing. The racists dig into their racism. They're yeah. like, "You're not gonna call me racist," and I'm. That's all fake news.
1: And fake news is that thing. It's like a banner you can just. It's a catch-all thing where you yeah. can call anything fake news. Right.
0: Well, look. Uh, you have been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me this Friday morning. Give it up for Don Will, everybody.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Now tell me. I know your uh, your groove. Just released an album Why don't you plug that up So everybody can go get it
1: We did The album is called You get what you pay for But it's spelled Y-G-W-Y dollar sign four Because we don't like Being searched and optimized
0: Okay And the name of your group is
1: Tanya Morgan
0: Tanya Morgan Who's Tanya Morgan
1: Tanya Morgan is Me and Von P It's two dudes And it's, we just took a woman's name Because why not
0: Why not Hashtag listen to why not
1: Listen to women Listen
0: to women And listen to this album uh, Shouting at the screen Is also once a month At the Alamo Draft House In downtown Brooklyn So go check that out Shout out to Act. And follow him on twitter at don will d o n w i l l uh and then guys, you know, as always, thank you for listening. thank you for watching the show. follow us on instagram twitter at the rundown b e t and you know check us out on facebook you can you can write even more there uh and uh, you'll get exclusive sneaks behind the scenes sneak peeks, whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaks and Peaks, uh, all that good stuff, you guys. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for making this show what it is. It's only going to keep getting better, so why don't you just keep watching? That's all for the Randown. Have a good week.